You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. thousands of interrogations and realize all these distractions, they really come in six categories, one of which is your own personal agenda. Yes, that is one of the categories of distractions we have to remove in order to keep our mind focused, to stay front of mind, to now we have to have a new agenda. And I will tell you, if you understand the amount of trust that you can build And that trust forges partnerships with your clients, with your prospects, with your family members. Then you will say, how do I do it? And I'll tell you, you've got to remove your old distractions. You have to have one new single agenda. And the single agenda is every time you're in a conversation, I need you to seek to understand the perspective of the individual that you're talking with regards to that topic of conversation at that moment time. That's your new agenda. And watch the impact it'll have. So understanding what this person feels, but in this specific moment talking to me. So if I'm an advisor, that's, oh, I've got to understand what is this person thinking, not just with respect to their money, but in the context of having to talk about their money to an advisor. And that's more specific. So yes and yes and yes. But what I would argue is that I don't know what matters to this individual at this moment time, but they're dying to tell us. Every time we sit down with a client or a prospect, Mm -hmm. they drop what I call breadcrumbs. And these are tests. Breadcrumbs are tests. See, the world operates at listening at 25%. So we know, I know the deal. I'm going to sit with someone, mathematically speaking, they're going to listen to me about 25%. I don't want to reveal, expose, become vulnerable with my own information, my own feelings. I don't want to be transparent at 25%. We, all, we, we do it back and forth. So when we meet somebody, hi, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? Right? We, we know sure. the small talk. Every time somebody speaks, they drop a breadcrumb. The breadcrumb is... If you do happen to pick that up and return it to me in a discovery manner to seek to understand, it's going to be an indicator that you're listening at a higher level, an indicator. And every time you sit with one of your prospects, when you say, well, they don't want to reveal about the money, they're dropping breadcrumbs. You pick up fried breadcrumbs. It takes less than three minutes. You watch the way they now, they don't go, uh, I did. It, it goes, wait a second. I trust that you're good at your job. That's why I hired you. That's why I'm even in this chair. I trust trust firm is effective at managing money. What I want to know is do you care more about me than yourself Mm -hmm. right now, every time that's the highest level. It's the second highest level of trust. So when you talk about those breadcrumbs, what are some examples of things that people leave in conversation that they want you to pick up on? Let me ask you a question. Okay, okay. perfect. On, on yours. You sit down with a prospect 
right? What sure. are some of the opening statements? What are some of the typical things you might hear from a prospect? Oh, I want to get better returns. Right? If 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 I sit down, I'm up, so sure. I'll be the prospect. Sure. And say, I want to get better returns. What might your response be? What's important about getting better returns? Uh, not bad. Not bad. Okay. That's 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 that that that's not too bad. I would argue they want you to ask about well better than what 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 current what are your current returns that you're receiving right like they, they're they're putting a marker of comparison okay they know you don't know what the what the standard is better than what okay right so i would say when somebody uses the word better they're telling you ask me about what i'm currently getting My question for you is how, when we have time constraints, how can we effectively, how can we throw away our agenda when one of our agendas might be to get something done? Okay. I want to be perfectly clear. There's no faster way to get from A to Z or A to B than through picking up the correct breadcrumbs for someone if and, and and that's where i'm going to stop if if this thing but i have to verify what was the what was the goal with this individual well the the goal was i want to under i want to get her to complete the exercise so i can understand these values understand what's important to her and use that as a reference point when making decisions financially well i i would say Sanger, probably the goal was deeper than that is that Finding these values, it, the goal essentially was to build trust and rapport and understand that that person, right? Yeah. And no better way than to to look at empathy based listening and 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 as Eric was saying, asking the right questions. It, it, what's fascinating about what you've been talking about, Eric, is that if we're to become better listeners, we have to get better. We, we've become better question askers, essentially, right? Asking better questions, uh, asking the right questions, picking up on these, on these breadcrumbs. Are there, are there any sort of dangers or risks or obstacles that you find people butt up against as they're trying to improve on this skill, as they're trying to get better at empathy-based listening? What do you see the, the pitfalls that people normally have? Okay. I, if you understand picking up breadcrumbs to do what? To discover. That means I want to seek to understand your perspective with regards to this topic of conversation. What that means is we're going to start asking more questions. Like, great. That's fantastic. And as I'm talking to someone, we start going, ah, here's the breadcrumb. Here's the breadcrumb. If we do not truly remove our agenda and we seek to understand their perspective, but instead we're like, no, no, I want to understand their objectives. I want to understand their values, but I want to understand their values because I want to build a level of trust because I want to land them as a client. And then once we see 
a value that directly ties into something that we see as a way to land them as a client. If you go too quickly at that, you're going to come across as interrogating, salesy. It's just what you're going to be like, no, Eric, I was asking questions. I'm like, if you don't stay pure to this and you stay pure to actually seeking what their perspective, you're going to go too fast. And you'd be like, Eric, what I love about what you do is you dial me in and I'm asking questions. And I'm like, yeah, but you're asking questions to fulfill your agenda. Yeah. That's that's a pitfall. Right. Okay. Here's the other pitfall is we'll start not willing to see the to true. You, you know what else? We don't know the value of trust. If we truly dissected trust, you spend one hour dissecting the value of trust. What does trust mean? I've even given you all a, a breadcrumb about trust. There are levels of trust. There's a higher level. Let's dissect that. If we don't know what trust means, then, then we're never going to say, Eric, I want to put empty-based listening over the way I do things now because the way I do things now works pretty good. Good gets in the way of great. Yeah, because I think trust is here. Good's getting you here. If you don't know this is where you can go, you don't know what you're missing, and it will be a pitfall in picking up empathy-based listening. So Thanks. when you talk about those pitfalls, what, what's preventing people from adopting this? Because obviously, at this point, you've had the opportunity to share this with so many people. I would think that collectively we'd be better listeners by now. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I think it's great. I hear it and I'm like, I want to adopt this 100% of the time in every conversation I have, but obviously I'm going to fail at that. And so what do you see uh, holding people back? So let's go to a sports analogy, right? Sure. Um, if we all remember how sports were football, let's talk about football. Football was played a certain way in the 1980s, 90s, 70s, where it was a lot of running. And then all over the years came this, you know, spread them out, throw them a lot of passing. The game of football just changed over the last 30 years. Yes. Well, if you went back in the 1980s and you brought a game, a game film of 2020 football, and you said, look, Watch this. You gave them a full three hours. They got to watch the whole thing. They would go, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's fascinating. And then you leave, they're going to go, okay. So remember, all we have to do is throw every time. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what they're doing here. No, no, no. We just throw all the time. Like, no, you're missing. That's what you saw. When I present and I give a one-hour presentation or I give a keynote, people are like, okay, stop talking and just listen. I'm like, I never said that. No, there are, well, okay. So when you say, well, Eric, we want to learn it. There's a part of what your training needs to be awareness of the power of empathy-based listening to build the level of trust. But the rest of it has to go, wait, these breadcrumbs are no joke. intelligence collection officer i know that gathering information is not easy and you're never done there's always a little bit more chicken on the bone right you, you can find some more but we don't want to spend forever we have to make decisions quickly sure there's no faster way to gather that information available information to make the best possible decision so when people are making decisions you know maybe outside of a professional setting is what I've, well, you know, I, I think that the the 
analogy that you use to say Im, Im, implementing this empathy-based listening when you're making decisions with a client or a prospect, I get that. I think a lot of listeners get that. What about other dynamics, other relationships? What about your spouse? I mean, when we're making decisions together, I can imagine that you still would need to have a high skill level in this approach to be able to do that. So that's a great point, right? And we say, well, Eric, I don't need this with my spouse. I mean, hopefully they're not a prisoner, right? She already trusts me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of them are, I heard. We we married, we trust, it's institutionalized. What is the definition of empathy-based listening? You notice there's a little caveat at the end. Seeking to understand their perspective with regards to the topic of conversation at that moment in time. The reason that at that moment in time comes in is because the, every time somebody engages with you, your spouse isn't saying, are they going to beat me? Are they going to rob from me? Are they going to cheat me? No. They're saying, hey, right now, are you in your own mind or are you with me? That's sure. the difference. So when you say, hey, how was work? Yeah, fine. Oh, you're losing the opportunity to say, Listen, I'm tired. It was tough. But guess what? Right now, I want to know how you are. I want us to get there. Once you get there, then there's, there's tons of room to operate. Yeah, we can debate. We can argue. We can, we can bicker. But we're there, right? You can get there every time you come home, every time you engage by saying, it may not be perfect, but I am seeking to understand. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Decidedly.